Good evening, everyone. Good evening. You've tuned into Radiance by Design. I was just horsing around with Dawn just before it all started, and I think this is called Mystery Hour. My name is Veronica Entwistle, and I haven't even decided what we're going to talk about tonight. Most of the reason for that is because I changed, what do you say, I changed horses midstream this week, and what we talked about on Paradigm Shifters wasn't what was going to be talked about. As a lot of you will remember is that I'm on the road... And I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a show live from uh, a hiking trail up here just across from the Dodger Stadium. And um, tonight, I've been galloping down the freeway after looking through Pasadena and several other places for a place to live. So I'm sort of chuckling, going, hmm, this is a time where I can't really count on what I'm going to talk about, but I'll tell you what, when you're going through a huge transition, I've noticed that there are so many people. Well, I, it could be a reflection of the, the little video camera I have in my mind, right? Although I think there's a lot of chaos going on in the universe as people are going through changes like mad. Some changes are not so hot, and some changes are absolutely hot. And um, I'm older than some of you, not all of you. <laughs> And I'm, it's not about age, because I've noticed there's a lot of people forgetting certain words or forgetting what they're talking about or changes that suddenly happen. And I can feel it coming through the universe in a way that um, feels a little bit like electricity changing its flow all of a sudden. So if you're going to say something, suddenly you forget quite what it is you're talking about. But it isn't me because I'm 100 years old. It's because... There's too much action going on out there. There's a lot of chaos in the energy fields. And many, many people, if you look at it as like acupuncture, many people are going through, they're being prodded to go through huge changes. You see what I mean? And I'm hoping when you call in tonight, you'll be talking about how those energies are influencing you and how the thing that we can talk about a lot is how can we use the fact that these are swirling and chaotic energies to our advantage? Because you and I know that there's an evolution afoot. We're evolving. We're moving faster than we've ever moved before. I often repeat this, that um, uh, that. They used to say that, you know, if somebody came back from 200 years ago and looked at us today, we would be these shimmering beings because our energy fields have moved to such a degree that we don't have the same density as they had then. So, uh, all kinds of miracles seem to be happening in terms of science. And I was going to make a list of this and I didn't, so forgive me. But in terms of scientific um, uh, products and so on. There's all kinds of breakthroughs going on and new understandings of how to do things. And I keep kind of flashing on the fact that that is actually, it's not only, but in some ways it's a product of the collective drive to reach different levels, right? So that's like coming up through everybody all over the place. But as the universes pump in or, or download so many higher frequency energies, then we're being prodded and prompted as if we're having acupuncture to come up with changes, to come up with brilliant ideas, to come up with uh, almost a severance from the densities of the way life has been in the past. Um, in the olden days, we were at school, we had listen, listen, lists of facts to 
memorized because those were facts and they were unbreakable. Well, guess what? Every one of them has been broken to bits. We've broken, whoa, and when I was a kid, they broke the four-minute mile in running. And now all kinds of people are breaking it all over the place. It was a really big deal then. We've broken through the sound barrier. We've time, space. Uh, I can't really list them all, but we've gone off to the universes. We've gone off through the solar system. We've, we've uh, learned how to remote view for the sake of probably awful war things. There's an awful lot going on where we break through, break through, break through. And I know if you track back to Atlantean times and so on, there were a lot of these things happening then. So we could say that we're being uh, retuned, maybe, or being tuned to different levels of frequency. You're a vibrational being of light, and so am I. You're a vibrational being first, and we download the physical second, right? Or maybe third and fourth, I don't know. So you're bringing in these incredible frequencies and your body, your vibrational body is tuning and retuning and retuning and that brings you more available to some things that might have been considered magical not that long ago. It's a really exciting time in which we're living. Some of it's horrendous, we know that. There's too much war, there's too much bloodshed. But, um, and I, I really believe a part of the evolution of our species is to move beyond that. Just like there's a real fashion to be be vegan these days. A lot of people don't want to eat flesh. And I keep hoping that that'll translate into the fact that we don't necessarily want to kill anymore in order to um, harvest resources all over the world where they might have been less attainable or can extrapolate a lot from what I'm saying, right? Anyway, I wanted... Hello? Are we still on? Anyway, I wanted to talk to you tonight. Yes, hope- you are still on. Okay. What happened? You. Nothing. I just made a big racket. Oh, well, you actually do have a caller. Oh, I do already. Aaliyah is on line one. Aaliyah. All right. Well, we'll let Aaliyah talk before I do my meditation tonight, okay? So, Aaliyah, you're welcome to be on the air with me tonight. Welcome, welcome. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. How are you? Except that I'm running around trying to find a place to live. Have you ever done that? Oh, God. <laughs> Once, California. <twice>. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> and it, but it's interesting because I get to go to different places and see how magical things are. Mm. Right? There's one place I was living in. I don't know if you've seen the movie. I don't know how many of you have seen it. One place I was living into, which was really an amazing place of estates, all kinds of estates, and everything is very beautiful and manicured. But one day I was walking around there, really enjoying it, and I suddenly flashed that I was in the Truman Show. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no, but I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but I decided I don't think I want to live in the Truman Show. I want to be more of a disruptor than that. So, how are you, Aaliyah? How can I help you? Aaliyah is a very creative, amazing woman, and you're going to create with us tonight, are you? Oh yeah, yeah. This is it's 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 an interesting um, time period we live in, without a doubt. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of uh, the best and the worst. Maybe they always say that. Who was it that said these are the best of times and the worst of times? These are the worst of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, 
Yeah, I, I, if I don't have a creative project to work on, I go a little crazy. So I throw myself back into things just because I know, for me, it's been a long waiting game. And, um, you know, that may sound bad, but, you know, I just keep myself occupied because um, eventually things change to, you know, suit. You know, if you hold a certain vibration for a while, eventually... You know, you find everything around you is at that vibration. So, yeah, but I think one of the things about you that's really intriguing is that th these are the times when everybody's got their own like computer and everybody can make a movie and everybody can do radio and blah blah blah. And you, there's kind of like while you're waiting, you're always doing projects. You're doing your books. You're you're imagining and dreaming with uh, like websites and movies and all kinds of things. So it's actually very very. The creative process isn't always, you know, uh, physically productive. In a, do you know what I mean? Like it isn't marketing productive in every moment. It's it's a kind of a flow, isn't it? Yeah, and I think we get stuck in the sort of egoic concern of, you know, the the. Well, it's really just a, a whole a bit of programming to think that you know value should be something that's actually paid. And so we we have this thing where we, we have this false value system. And we value things, but we think that something's more valuable if we pay more for it, et cetera, et cetera. And so that, that whole system is something that needs to be broken down. Um, for someone like myself who likes the idea of creating new worlds, you know, mm -hmm. there's something very, very appealing to me about creating a whole new world. I mean, you know, practice with my art, practice with everything else, well, what the hell? Now we can create a world. <laughs> so practice with the money, and I right? think Practice with the money? Mm-hmm. Well, here, here we're talking about, you know, I want to do my meditation shortly, but we're talking about setting up a coherent field, or you're talking about setting up the frequency of what it is you want, and then just really holding that. But there are a number of beings setting up frequencies and really holding that. And we're talking about so many energies coming through the universes and coming up even through the earth and through other people. And that can take on a collective motion, which can then indeed participate in changing entire systems, can it not? Yeah, it's called the law of resonance. But I, I really think that when one focuses on what you want, like what your highest vision is. And it's not just a personal, you know, I want this in my life or, you know, this particular living situation or this particular person in my life. It's not really a matter of that, I think, at this point, at least for people like me. And, right. and so I've given, I've given up an awful lot of my personal, um, you know, comfort level stuff simply to, to really go for the gold right now, and the gold for me is, you know, I'm, I'm really stepping up to the plate in terms of, of how I hold my vibration and how I look at things. I mean, even if the outside world does not seem to step up to the plate with me, I'm going to hold it, and I'm going to continue to create these things that belong in the new world. You know, it's almost like I'm um, creating the furniture in the house before the house is there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know it can be a little distracting sometimes because you know still in the old house and, 
you know, you're not you don't get to live in the new house. And you know, so but, but you do in your mind and heart, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the things that's been rough for me is that I had those visions of this of what I remember, basically the home that I remember, the the, the right vibrational match for someone like me. And whether that pertains to everybody else, I don't know. I just know that's my personal vision, and I've had it for a long time. And to have that vision that's so far away from what I had been experiencing and still seems sometimes very far away, and then sometimes it seems very close. You know, it just, um, you know, that that's sometimes torturous <laughs> to have a big vision and then not be able to get it um, or not to be able to experience it. Within, you know, but isn't there range. something else here? Isn't there something about faith or uh, optimism or you know all of these things? Because I think we just have really have to keep the grind of our um, emissions, if you want to call it that. We have to keep the grind of lifting your frequencies. Everything is frequency. My guides used yeah. to say years yeah. ago, "Remember, you're a frequency flyer." <laughs> I like that. I, like I that. do too. It used so, to make me laugh, but it's kind of nice to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about what you told me last week, and that that seemed to coincide with what a psychic was doing with me just earlier that week. And I since decided to relaunch my tarot deck on Kickstarter because I can. I've been preparing it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm setting a low goal so that I can probably make this one and um, actually producing a little e-book that I call the key book. And the oh, key book is, a, is, yeah, it's a little e-book to go along with it. It actually can be used for any tarot deck. But, um, yeah, and that that's going to be fairly easy to produce. Of course, I would say that, and then, you know, I end up, because I'm a victim of my own perfectionism, so I can't send anything out that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, I don't think you're a victim. I think it's a really good idea to have high-quality stuff. Well, let's talk about that. You know, I was thinking that for this show particularly, but for other things that you and I have talked about, I, I think to have a way of showcasing various uh, listeners' products, you know, would mm-hmm. be nice. So yeah. I, I don't know how to do that yet, but maybe we can talk to Don about that. that Don's the nice. guy who runs that the show nice. here. You know. Okay, anyway, well, I'm going to go maybe, because maybe. I want to do my meditation, but I'm very glad to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get back to you because I'm racing around trying to get myself uh, chunk, chunk, chunked into L.A. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite a place. So let's yeah. let's do the meditation and then we'll talk again soon, okay? Yeah, sounds good. All right, honey. Congratulations for doing it. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody, it's time to do our um, meditation. And I've had some very powerful questions today. Uh, one is one woman who used to call in fairly often, Carol. Um, she's found out something pretty interesting about her chronic pain. So I wanted to talk about that and maybe do some exercises on how to release that. Let's do the Sacred Geometric uh, Galactic Healing Center. We haven't done that for a while. I've been off and running to a whole bunch of other things, right? So let's do the Galactic Healing Center and do some healing for people. 
That's the other thing I keep seeing. I see little reports in the newspaper or various places that people with really dire illnesses and so on seem to be healing fast. Not everybody, but all of a sudden some people are healing way faster. And I attribute it all to the shifting frequencies on the planet. And then I have another story about a love affair that'll knock your socks off. So, but first, we're all going to meditate together to, as I said, create our coherent vibration in which we'll all be inspired to transform. Are you ready? Close your eyes. No peeking. Take a couple of deep breaths. Don't close your eyes if you're walking on the edge of a cliff or anything. Or, God forbid, driving your car. A few deep breaths. Feel it go right down to below your navel when you breathe in. Good. Another one. Excellent. Now call in above your head, maybe two miles, the golden ball. Shine it up. Make it really bright. And below your spine, about 40 feet, another golden ball. And let's drop a filament of gold light from the upper ball right down through the top of your head, right down your spine, and into the lower golden ball. So you're skewered with light. Oh my goodness, that's a good thing for the spine, isn't it? And now from the upper golden ball down to about waist height, drop a uh, four-sided pyramid. And it's also gold. Gold is a very high-frequency color. Drop that uh, four-sided pyramid from the upper golden ball down to about waist height. And spread it out. And then upside down with another pyramid pointed into the lower golden ball. Push the two pyramids together so you have a big diamond and now inside the diamond, create a crystal ball. The outside edges of the crystal ball touch the inside edges of your big diamond, your two pyramids that are pushed together. Also called your double tetrahedron, right? Double tetrahedron. And you're inside the crystal ball in a star tetrahedron, which is a three-dimensional star of David. You're inside of it. Remember, you have this beautiful golden light just running down through your spine, and you're inside this big star. And the star is shaped just as your Merkaba is shaped, which is your light body that you travel dimensions with. And stay inside that, and I want you to spin and spin and spin. You can kick your feet if you need to, to get spinning and spinning. Good job. A little bit harder, spin and spin. Whenever I do that, I get kind of dizzy, so I know that my... Light bodies liking it. Okay, now in front of you, even though you're spinning and spinning and spinning, see in front of you a very still screen. We're going to create a bunch of magical movies on this screen. I want you to spin and spin and spin. And yet ahead of you, I want you to make a movie, create a movie of you becoming who it is you really want to be. And I always tell you the same thing. I want to be multidimensional, consciously multidimensional, so I can speak from any dimension I want and be aware of it. I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. Spin and spin and see yourself being whatever it is you want to be. 
Okay, now when you feel like you're pulsing and getting a sense of that, wrap it in light, move it to the left. And then let's move to the second screen. And the second screen is you creating something you want to create. Now, a lot of you have heard me say that I want to do my own television show. So why don't we see whatever you want to do. It might be a book. It might be a, a house, a home and family. It might be a world trip. It might be whatever you want, okay? could be lots of money. All of the above. See yourself. See all the resources coming, the focus, the people, the money, the time, the place. Everything is flowing to you to create your ideal project. And I could see you just sitting there and smiling and being so proud as it all comes together. There's your product. You can see it, feel it, almost taste it, right? Good. Now, of course, we want to see all the resources coming to sustain your project. The money, the time, the space, the ideas, an amazing feeling of service and satisfaction. And wrap that in light and let it pulsate there and keep stewing. Move it over to the side. And now we're going to do the Galactic Healing Center. Perfect. Now remember, you and I have a group, a coalescence of beings around us. We all have our guidance or realms and realms of consciousness available to us. Let's select from that a group of beings that are healers. We want healers. They can be mental, physical, emotional. They can be ETs. They can be rabbits, anything you want. And we set up a healing table, and your little healing team stands around the table. And now the first person to come jumping in on the table is you, or in my case, me. And lay down on that table, and perhaps you have something you want them to work on. Maybe you're feeling... Uh, that you want to connect all of your multidimensional energies so that you can ha always have the resource to be um, increasing your well-being, re-energizing flailing systems, your brain, anything that's going on. Not a victim to the energies, but a product, making it into a product. Maybe that's one of the things you want. Or another thing you want is, uh, well, I'll let you choose. Tell your own guides what it is you'd like. And if you don't know, you ask them. I'm asking for some things for myself, for some healing. Good. Now, when you really feel them pulsing and moving through your body mind, wrap it in light and move it away. Now remember, our team can replicate themselves, so we've got a fresh table there, and have the team replicate themselves. And now let's bring in someone. Mm -hmm. We're going to bring in somebody who's uh, really, really, really creative. And uh, this one has got all kinds of physical difficulties that she's had all her life, but they haven't slowed her down at all. But we're going to bring in um, some support for her. It's, uh, it's support for glandular. Uh, this one is, uh, let me see, it's pituitary and thyroid. We're going to have, and there's a lot of you out there that are, you've called me about thyroid problems lately. It's a really big deal. So let's remember that when we're talking about someone else on the table here, and if it matches something in you, you will feel the energy as well. 
maybe even if it doesn't match something in you. So we're asking the healing team to work on her pituitary, to give the etheric pituitary permission to behave in the way that the physical would if it were there. Yeah. And to really boost this person's health and well-being so she gets back into her creativity and her service to the planet. She's truly a gifted being. Good. And feel, as they're talking, they very often have little guidance messages for you, for any of you who are on the table. Good. And sometimes you want to jot down the little messages, see if you get a message. Now, in this one's case, and you probably would find that as well, as we're doing the healing with the pituitary and the thyroid, um, the guidance is working a lot on her base chakra or the tailbone, the spine. I guess it's not just the chakra, it's also the physical ganglion at the base of the spine. That makes sense to me. But you know what? When you're doing healing work, it doesn't have to actually make sense, does it? There you are. Now that feels really good. So we're going to wrap her in light, move her to the side. And I'm going to look at a, a bunch of you. We're going to do this when we're finished with the Galactic Healing Center. We're going to look at a bunch of thyroids today. What do you think of that? Now here we've got a fresh table. And now and the team is going to replicate themselves again. And who's going to come in this time? Okay. Oh, my. Talking about a thyroid, there's a man coming in. I don't think I know this one, and he's feeling um, kind of helpless and hopeless. Um, he feels like he's not able to accomplish much. He's very unbalanced. And he's really sad about it. So he's chosen to come in and lie on our table. And what we're seeing here, the guides are saying that he has a, um, a brain pattern as if it wants to go this way and it wants to go that way. And I've been talking to a lot of people about mental health lately. And I think this fellow is our um, uh, key example of how the energy flows in the brain pattern. His are kind of well, they're really unbalanced right and left side, and there's parts of his brain that are weakened. And you know this, as you grow up, you make patterns and etchings in your brain, and that's how we act out as adults. So this guy, they're showing that they've got their hands on his head, but also uh, they're actually reconstructing things in his brain. So if this is, uh, if you're listening, sir, at the end of this, and you feel anything, I sure hope that you'll call in. Yeah, because he has the potential. Yeah, he has the potential to have a life that is really satisfying. Okay, and now we're going to wrap him in light and move him over to the side. And we're going to do one more. Okay, I'm not sure why. Okay, what they're saying here is this with this one. This is, a, I think, an older person. I don't know if this one matters because they're saying this is also a very common difficulty in people. So I'm seeing what I think is an older person, but they're saying that doesn't really matter. It's just a person. And the focus is on the belly area, which is how we 
um, restore and transform. I always say it's everything left over. So we're standing in the back of our own womb saying, who am I in the middle of all this? Purpose of life is the purpose of giving birth to your real self. But I'm looking in an awful lot of belly areas, second chakra areas. Remember, we were going to talk about the thyroid. We're also going to talk about the belly, in which is a terrific amount of pain left from perhaps other lives, other experiences. Good. And there's a lot of like red and yellow, a lot of like traumatic energy in there. So the guides want to keep moving that through. See if you can feel it. They're moving it through your body, mind, and there's a real tie-in to the throat, isn't there? If the process of working the subtle energies in the belly is about transforming leftover thoughts, feelings, belief structures, and so on, of course there's a huge tie-in with the throat, which is where your throat, that busy little chakra, rings out all kinds of wisdom from those experiences. But if you've had terrific experiences that kept you pained on a subconscious and karmic level, then you have a lot of um, energy that wants to spiral up from the belly area when they're working on it and squeeze its way through the neck and through the throat. You know, remember we always say the neck is consciousness of self. So as you do this, it all changes so that you become more and more um, conscious, aware, and uh, sovereign over self instead of just a product of leftover things, right? So whoever's been lying on the table, their belly doesn't look as um, fiery and pained as it did. And I hope a number of you are going to phone in and tell me about that. Yeah. Now let's wrap that being in light, who I think is many of you, and move it over to the side. Remember, if you're going to work with your thyroid, you can sing, yodel, whistle, gargle, paint, draw, dance, cartwheels, anything that's your personal synthesis out of every place you've ever been and everywhere you're going. So let's bring in our last thing, which is we'll do our world. Uh, if we're bringing in all these energies, I want you to call in the universal energies. We're going to do some service in the world here. Call in the universal energies. And call them in through the top of your head, down through your neck and through your heart. Swing round and round in the heart. Move up down your shoulders and come out your hands. Right? And then I want you to pat various parts of the world where there are traumas, where there are deceptions, where there's Ebola, where there's um, oh, the raping of the world or people in any, in any case bigger small bodies right and have that energy pat round and round and round the globe round and round and round the globe until the whole world has got this incredible light around it and i think of the light as being kind of pink and gold and orange very harmonious um, pulsing radiances and all around the world right and I always think then the ETs will be chuckling out there going, thank heaven, they're getting a sense of harmony. Maybe it's almost time for us to pop out of our screening process and begin to talk to people. And have that light go round and round and round your planet. Good. Round and round the planet. 
and have it move into your hands, back up your arms, swing round and round in your heart, shoot up through your neck and out through the top of your head and way out into the great central sun and have it zip way up there, come back down through your head, down your spine, good. Right down your legs and feet and drop way into the core of the earth. Because we're kind of like trees in a way, but we're not always as responsible. And have it pop back up through the soles of your feet and just fill your body. Good. Then I want you to turn around and zipper down or close off the Galactic Healing Center. Jump into your star tetrahedron, your three-dimensional star of David, or another way to say it is light up your Merkava. Spin and spin and spin and spin. And jump into the world with me. Thank you for doing that. We haven't done that particular one for a long time, have we? I hope you enjoyed it, which I did as well. Now let's see what's going on. How many of you feel a whole lot of change going on out there? Do you feel the chaos? I think that um, there are some people who say that the Illuminati, the beings who supposedly run things, are, are having a lot of disagreements. They're not getting along. I don't know that that's true, but it makes sense what's above. How did they put it? As above, so below. So I feel like that there's so much chaos going on on the planet. So you, if you read a few things, you can hear how dreadful things are right now, how dangerous and how scary and how nobody cares. And on the other hand, you've got people doing amazing things who care a whole lot and are trying to change the world. So it's what, what kind of hits your ears that's happening. But I do know that both things are going on simultaneously. So we got to do a little voting here, don't we? <laughs> I'm going to talk about, um, I hope you're going to phone in. Aliyah, you called in. So let's have a few more call in as well. She's great at this. I uh, hope you're going to talk about, let's all talk about our thyroids again. I want you to look into your thyroid. And the thyroid is at the base, the front of your neck, where they've got that V in your collarbones. That's it. And now what we could do is take advantage of the energies that are coming in from the universe and have yourself bring them down consciously using your brain, your mind as a sculpting tool. The brain and the mind aren't the same thing. So when I said that, I should correct that. Because your brain is like a computer, right? It's etched and filled with programs and so on. But a lot of those programs can be changed. I think you can change your mind as well. But to me, it's got much, uh, much bigger reach. You've got your higher mind, you've got your small mind, your big mind, and so on. The brain is more of a mechanical device as far as I can figure out. Although you and I know that there's a lot of communication or a lot of uh, consciousness in all of our organs and all of our cells. So don't get too limited by that. <laughs> anyway, the thyroid, from my understanding, from what my guides talk about, is a tiny, tiny gateway to wisdom. So you've got all these chakras and they start transforming, you know, your base animal instincts, your relationship to Mother Earth. Um, you're an animal first. And if you can be in uh, honor and in cahoots with Mother Earth, you, you get that um, 
that rapport, that transformational rapport with her, she grows and changes, grows and changes, and so do you, and there's a real nurturing that goes on, and we forget that sometimes. It's also the um, the chakra that helps us create money, attract money, and so on, but it's not really money that it's meant to do, it's um, wealth, which is that bounty of life on the planet, right? We limit it only to money a lot of times, but it's about creativity and about sort of the guts of your life and and anyway i didn't want to do a whole chakra thing today because it'll take their whole rest of the show so that's your red one brighten up your red chakra belly area is everybody else's influence so you're standing in the back of your own womb saying who am i in the middle of all this and that includes karma leftover stuff old teachers um, you were born in your mother's second chakra and you took on a lot of her subconscious karmic stuff anybody you've ever had authority with Anybody you've ever had sex with. So the rules and edicts that you've been taught, a lot of them rest there in the subconscious. And they may be from many lives. We don't know. That's your orange chakra. Your yellow chakra is your solar plexus, yellow like the sun. Who are you really? Your personal power is something you came in to express. The dharma, your point of being, the reason you're here and the Dharmi, which is the point of being of this particular collective in which we find ourselves during these times. Um, all of that is in the solar plexus. But we also pick up a whole lot of reactions and stuff as we go through life, don't we? And that isn't really our true power, but sometimes we think it is because we get really defensive, we get really protective, and we think that that makes us more powerful. But the greatest power you're ever going to be is the power that's really true to yourself, the essence of your being, and your connection with Source. So, and your personality, I think, comes a lot through that center, like what you're really like. If you're really in your own personality, you're a lot more powerful, but we'll talk about that another day. So, move up into your chest area, which is courage, inspiration, flights of fancy, unconditional love, 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 love. And what happens with love is sometimes we get loss, love and loss. Sometimes we get depression. Sometimes we get sad and we have grief. So it's all this melange in there. And sometimes when we've had grief a lot, we don't have as much courage. We don't have as much energy. So it's really good to understand these energy points, these energy centers, so that you can move the backlog of reactions that you've got left over from things you've done and things you've experienced in your lifetime or these lifetimes. See? And so you're going to do a great job. So here, my whole point is talking about the thyroid, which means that as we understand what's going on in the red, orange, yellow, green chakras, we understand that we have a fear of money in the red chakra or fear of who we are or fear of being on the planet or whatever. Uh, there's all kinds of weird things that can happen to weaken the influence of your lust for life and your base animal instincts. So if you work on those things and you discover what's limiting you, the energy start through you, which are naturally flowing in a kind of a spiraling way, will spiral up and they'll bring up the morsels of whatever you experienced from the red chakra up through the belly area, nudging and pushing and gathering information from whatever issues you have about authority and uh, 
oh, sharing with other people, whether it's sexual or just uh, like with parenting or whatever, and, and then the spirals move up and then those have an influence or they contain or hold your personal power as a driving force and more spiraling goes on. Of course, I always recommend that you find out where you're defensive when you hit the yellow chakra and release those defenses long enough to let your own natural essence express through your personal power center because that is your real power, right? You're the only one in the universe with you. It's you. I still find that remarkable. So then we have those spirals moving up through the chest, moving through the lungs that have been holding grief for who knows how long, maybe many lifetimes, maybe just since somebody stepped on your foot when you're out at church or something. Or, you know, it doesn't matter where it comes from, but quite often we have a lot of grief in our chests and we don't pay any attention to it. If you bring it up and feel it, it's a natural influence for creativity in a lot of ways for expressing your true nature in a lot of ways. But that requires motion, and that's where the spiraling lights, the chakras, will move yet again. Universes move, and so do your feelings, and so do your energy fields. Then they come up, so you've got a lot of energies moving here, and they come up through that little teeny gateway to wisdom. Where does the wisdom come from? Well, you go banging in from this experience to that experience. There's a process that goes on, isn't there? And then out of that, you have either defense or you have wisdom, right? You have learning that comes up. And for some people, that learning is very, very refined or tends to want to be, depending on your personal nature, depends, it 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 plan or it's it tries to be more and more refining rather than defining. So you might have people singing, singing beautiful songs, singing opera, um, speaking amazing things, doing TED Talks and so on. But what comes out is the wisdom that they've accrued through life experiences that they've had. So when we're talking about the thyroid, so many times there's so many people these days that are having thyroid fluctuations and it's interesting how many relatively young people have had their thyroids partially removed. It reminds me of tonsils when I was a kid. We all had our tonsils out. I don't know how many of you are doing that these days. But the thyroid is a really important regulator of, your, of heat and cold. It's an important regulator of uh, all kinds of systems. I, I don't know the definitions between all the different organs because I know they are related to the uh, pituitary as well. But if you, if you, for example, those of us that have been through, or like if you've lost a relationship or you've had a huge grief or something, very often people's thyroid function drops and they end up having a low thyroid. And if you think about it, you think of like, what are some of the cliches? The cliches often help, like she gulped you know, there's some traumatic thing. She gulped or um, she choked back her tears. Those are all ways in which we learn to close off the throat. And it's those kinds of things on a massive level, like when you're widowed or when your mom dies or there's some big divorce, you know, some big loss. You lost your job and you wanted to do it for the rest of your life, that sort of thing. Lost a boyfriend, a girlfriend or something. Um, quite often people's thyroid goes down at that point, right? 
because we're squeezing back the emotions that are far too great to handle. That's really simplistic on my part. I know it isn't always that simple to gauge the source of a problem with thyroid. But if your thyroid is wacky, as those of you know, you'll either move way too fast or you'll move way too slow and be very sluggish and your weight will be up. And if you're too fast, you'll probably get really scrawny. So one of the things we like to do to get the thyroid working well is, I already said it, is to sing. And uh, remember, quite often for our meditation, we do that sounding meditation. That's a really good thing to do. Or pick a chant. Uh, let me see, I'm looking at time here. Um, I'm going to pick a few people. I wanted to talk, I'm gonna, that's enough I'm going to say about the thyroid right now, but I want you to sing and breathe into it and open it up. Because remember your neck, in terms of the file folders of your body and where you hold various emotions, the neck is your consciousness of self. So as all those spiraling lights come up through you, because you're doing the work of moving levels of consciousness and also bringing in the catalytic forces of changing frequencies from the universes, right? So you've got a whole lot going on. And then um, your neck, if you talk about consciousness of self, like who am I really, that changes, doesn't it? You might think you're, uh, oh, a strong-willed character who's very dynamic, you know. And then things change inside of you and things start to move and you start to expand and you become more conscious and you find that you're extremely empathic, you're very compassionate, that you're one with many people you hadn't thought to share with. Instead of a tight drive, which might hold your thyroid tight like that, and a lot of people will talk like that. Have you ever noticed that? Watch and watch how they control, and we all do it at times, how we control what we're really um, integrating and what we're able to express. You want to open your throat and really express so your thyroid can do its action, but also so that your neck will uh, open enough so that the consciousness of who you are is always in a state of evolution. Remember that old thing that we're very, very, very powerful beings. Most of us have not been trained to know that. And so we're awakening. You've heard the term awakening a lot lately, haven't you? So we're awakening to being very, very conscious beings. And uh, anyway, we'll talk consciousness and politics one of these days. I don't think it's, I think it's 7.50. We're not really going to have time to get into changing the whole world politically. Huh? But maybe we'll talk about that another time. So, I wanted to talk about um, being connected. You and I have many, many energy connections. Well, with one another. Now, I don't have the whole breakdown of how it all goes together because I'm a psychic and I see it my way, which is oftentimes poetic and metaphorical. And that works for me and it works for a lot of my clients. So, I'm not going to say it in a, um, what would you call it, a mapped structural way that you can write it down and replicate it with other people. But one of my friend's clients has been told that she has a lot of chronic pain and she um, has been disconnected and she doesn't really know why and that this chronic pain has gone on for years and years because all of her energy connections are not um, 
lined up. So I said I would take a look at it on the air, and maybe you want to look at it too. But what I see is um, tonight I'm looking at her body-mind and her energy connections, and I feel like there's been some kind of interference. And I think it came when you were in your, um, I would say, 20s, but the huge impact when you were in your middle to late 30s and there was some external force that was on a different dimension that was some sort of, I guess, you know, I, I don't know what to believe about karma and so on, but I'm going to call this karmic. It's like some influence that you had from another lifetime and the life that you chose to come into is related to this one as well. And so I don't pretend to understand it. You know who I'm talking to, okay? I don't quite pretend to understand it. But the thing is, is that um, you haven't been able to heal a lot of your uh, physical pain, but you're going to be able to because apparently once they're discovered and the fact that you know a great deal now about energy fields, you can reconnect these little kind of like hairs of energy that are coming through. You'll notice that, um, I'd say two layers, I, I don't know how to explain this in terms of real dimensions, but not that far outside of your body is where a number of the connections are absolutely blunted. And uh, they're showing that there's fledgling. You know how we keep hearing about the DNA can be changed with your thinking and your um you know, affirmations, and some people are doing a lot of work on that. In this case, I would say that with your mind and with your talking and your affirmations and so on, you can perceive, you can use the metaphor of the artistic presentation of these little energy hairs that are blunted, mostly on the right and the left, and some just off the side of your head, not everywhere in your body, as far as I can figure out, and start giving them light and energy because they're wanting to... And you can you can all do this, ladies and gentlemen. You can give light and you can give energy because we are these vibrational vehicles of light. And I'm watching that she has the ability to connect or reconnect these little streams of energy in order to give herself, to be able to infuse herself with healing energy. And I want to thank the gentleman who told you about that. Yes, because he's helped a lot. And you know what? It's helped him too because you two have a very beautiful, beautiful connection from a long way back. And somewhere you made a huge deal to come together at least long enough to reinvigorate a power that's been lost in both of you. A gentleman's power is a little different than yours. Um, uh, but I feel like the, the unity is more like... Uh, some of you know a lot about this more than I, I haven't investigated a lot of this because I used to resist it like mad. But in any case, what I'm seeing is that you have a kind of a soul that's been pulled apart and it's seeking to come back together. And that's creating a kind of an indivisible love that is coming together in spite of uh, physical distance on the planet and a kind of an impossibility of how to find each other. Basically, an old yearning that neither of you ever thought would be met. And it's being met. So, bless your hearts. Um, 
once, and I'm going to tell a quick story, once I knew somebody and he was always in pain. It was incredible. I worked on him day after day after day. Anyway, uh, we had a, a relationship and then we had a problem and I was pulling away and I, I said I would continue working on him, but I didn't want to continue being his girlfriend. So that was fine, except I wouldn't bring him to my house anymore and that made him mad. So, <laughs> this is an old romance, you guys. But in any case, what happened is his pain, I was go going through his body trying to, uh, uh, really, usually I could release his pain, and it was always these little energy centers in his body would get them moving, and when they did, he had no pain for a while, and then it would return, right? So I was taking the pain, and we were moving through all these energy centers, and whatever it is he said, you know, he was getting more and more pain-free, and I can't remember the exact verbal interaction, or maybe I wouldn't say this on global radio. But in any case, he said, I don't think I trust you as a woman anymore. I trust you as a healer, but not as a woman. At which point, he snapped shut every single energy center in his body. I could hear it go snap, 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 snap. And the very pain that we were trying to move, he returned to his body. He had no consciousness of how he was doing that but I watched it I was shocked I tried to explain it but he wasn't up for my explanation at that point as far as I know I don't think he ever got over his pain maybe he didn't ever get over me no I'm just being silly now but anyway this is Veronica Antwistle saying I'm not sure who's coming up on paradigm shifters on Tuesday night because as a lot of you know I'm not sure about very many things right now except I'm here in LA I'm really enjoying it I'm looking for a special place to live that has a residence and a beauty and a accessibility to everything imaginable, but not necessarily Disneyland. I think I live in Disneyland sometimes. <laughs> so I don't quite know who my next guest is going to be, but up and coming, we've got somebody who wants to talk about gifting economies, which I'm pretty excited about. His name is Charles Eisenstein, and he's doing a world tour. We're getting uh, quite a bit of uh, names with him. Swami Beyondananda is coming up one of these weeks soon as well. And um, like that. So this is Veronica Antwistle saying if you have any feedback on this show or suggestions of guests or if you'd like a session with me or you just want to say hello, check my website, veronicaentwistle.com, E-N-T-W-I-S-T-L-E. I'll say it again, www.veronicaentwistle.com. Dot com And there's an Ask Veronica button there. When you click that, I get to hear your message or read your message and I get to respond. So I hope you're all really enjoying the chaos because remember, we have to go into chaos in order to change, in order to recalibrate where we're headed and to really enjoy life in its magical elements. Thank you so much for listening to Radiance by Design. Much love to all of you. Good night.